The perfect drink. The perfect drink. The perfect drink. The perfect drink. The perfect drink is a podcast that combines amazing cocktails with the kind of infinite wisdom that can only come from a lifetime of poor decisions. So take a journey with everybody's favorite bartender. We can make some drinks, have some laughs, and who knows, you might even learn a thing or two. See you soon. Well, everybody, it's old HRK here, everybody's favorite bartender, and it is time for another episode of The Perfect Drink. A little behind schedule this week. It's Friday afternoon, early afternoon, and uh, and we're just we're just doing this thing here. Usually, I'm uh, I'm on top of this shit by like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday morning at the latest. But look, man, I had a big week. I started a new job this week. Started I got I got a second job this week. Uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go out there and advertise where I'm at because let's face it, it'll be a miracle if I make it past fucking orientation. <laughs> Hey, you know, I don't, it's like, it's like telling people you're pregnant, like three weeks in, you know, <laughs> you, you want to make it past that, that point where, you know, it's like, it's a pretty safe bet that it's going to actually happen. Um, but so that's exciting. You know, I started a new job. <laughs> oh shit. And then, uh, <laughs> and then I did my first, my first ever stand up comedy set this week uh and it was awesome um so i'm just i'm I'm gonna talk about that for me i'm gonna tell you about it you know um so i connected with this i connected with this stand-up comedian he's awesome guy um and we got together and and collaborated we're talking about doing this uh well he's doing an internet radio station and he wants the perfect drink to come to the radio station to be perfectly clear he did not reach out to me and say, hey, I want the perfect drink to come to this radio station. I've seen him do stand up before and he's hilarious. And he was posted about this radio station. I was like, and I reached out to him and I was like, hey, man, can I get can I be a part of this? <laughs> so I don't want to act like I don't act like people are beating my door down. But um, we met to talk about that. And he's and and then I met I like I talked about stand up and the whole conversation. Like we were just laughing our asses off the two of us. It was a great conversation. And I was like, I really think I could do stand-up. Like, I think I can do it. And he's like, I know you can. I know you can do it. That's what kind of dude this guy is. It's like, if you say, well, I think I can do it. He's like, I know you can do it. And once he said it, then I knew I could do it. So anyways, the point is, uh, he, he puts me in the lineup. Now, you know, if you don't know anything about stand-up comedy, and I, to be honest, I fucking really don't either, but you start out doing open mics. You do an open mic, and you go up in a room full of three people that are fucking assholes, and you tell shitty jokes and they don't laugh and that's the end of it. You get like two minutes at a time. And then if you do enough of those, someone sees you and they say, okay, come be a part of this showcase. A showcase is like a thing that you're invited to that has real comedians. Everybody does like, you know, eight to 12 minutes or something. And then, uh, you know, you get paid. So I, I so, so it's like a, being a real comedian, you know, when you're a part of a showcase, you're like a real comedian. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, so the point is, I never did an open mic, uh, and I got invited to a showcase, and that's a that's a big deal on a on a small of a scale as you can imagine. You know, like I'm not trying to say that I'm a big deal, but I'm saying like for someone that maybe wants to, you know, someday earn a living just talking shit. That's kind of a that's kind of a you're you're like it's like you 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 got walked to first and second. You know what I mean? 
you didn't have to get a hit. <laughs> You're already on base. So that's awesome. Anyways, point is, so he tells me I get eight minutes and I freak out thinking, how the fuck am I going to come up with eight minutes? That seems impossible. And uh, as irony would have it, it was it was hard to get down to eight minutes. You know, the original stuff that I wrote out and then and then recorded and did, it was like 15 minutes. So I had to cut some shit out. I got it down to eight. I'm driving to, I, I, I rehearsed the eight minutes that I had probably for 50 times. I don't know. Felt good about it. And then my, my, my girlfriend are driving to the show and I just like start forgetting the fucking, I started forgetting the stuff. Like I got headphones in, I'm listening to my set. Like I'm listening to me. And it, which is one of my favorite things to fucking do. Aside from looking at me, listening to me is my favorite thing. And I sound like such a dick, but I don't care. I love myself, whatever. So I'm driving and I start freaking out, man. Like, like borderline hyperventilating. Like, I don't even want to fucking do this. I just want to turn the car around and go home. I'm, I'm going, I'm, 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 I'm having like, you know, it's terrible. Now, without sounding like the world's biggest douche, um, like 15 years ago, I did like three years of like amateur MMA. Now, this is the smallest scale fighting you can i don't want to discredit the promoters because some of those guys i'm still friends with like it was well done stuff but my point is like i was not a big deal at all it was amateur fights but i did these fights and i'm telling you right now i was 10 times more nervous for the comedy my first comedy my first stand-up uh set than i was for my first fight um terrified man terrified uh and Whatever. So we get there, we get in, uh, uh, old GSJ came, uh, and, and, you know, so, so we had some friends there. We, we met up, we sit down and I'm just got my headphones in. I'm listening to my set. I go to the bathroom where you get there like an hour early. I go to the bathroom like four times and just put my headphones in and listen. I'm reciting my routine in the like stall of the bathroom at the venue. I was like Eminem in eight mile. I'm not even shitting. I'm just in there. I'm like, I'm like, I, I felt like if I could get past my first bit, then I would be fine. But I, I was struggling with the first bit. Like just, I was drawing up blank. So, uh, so I go on stage, I go and I, and I go and it went well. I'm not going to carry on about that. But the point is like, my nerves were crazy. But I got through it. I did good. I made the crowd laugh. Uh, a place like that, you're going to get laughs. You know, people are polite. You know what I mean? It's like in the in the southwest suburbs. Everybody's nice. You know, people are going to laugh regardless. But I feel like I got some good, genuine laughs. I was happy with the way it went. I did lose track a couple times. Like, I forgot a couple of my lines. But I made fun of myself when I did. And, you know, it was all right. I got a... a a, a family walked through the middle of the, the middle of the set <laughs> and I kind of teased them a little bit. So that, you know, a little interaction with the crowd was kind of fun. You know, you got to riff a little bit, but, um, but it was awesome. And uh, I don't remember where the hell's going with that, except to tell you that that's why the podcast is a couple days late. And then uh, generally right now I would get into my sponsors, but I'm going to, I'm going to put that off to the middle. I'm going to try a little different this week. So let's get into ripping shots. Shots. I'm stumbling a lot. 
music for ripping shots brought to you by the very talented and very local Willard Wilcox. I think this weekend or next weekend, he's going to be at the White Horse in New Lenox. He told me I happen to live in that general vicinity. So I'm definitely going to go check him out this week's shot. We're going to be ripping uh, some Terramena, some Terramena tequila. This is the rocks tequila company. Oddly enough, I had a bit about the rock in my, uh, in my set that I had to write out. I, I didn't include it, but it's a good bit and I'll, I'll use it later. So it's good to, uh, it's probably good to have some stuff on the, on the back burner, you know? Um, so cheers. Got this, got just poured my shot. Kind of put this thing down. We're going to get into these questions. Oh, so good. Everything the rock does is good, man. This guy's awesome. So my question this week, and this is kind of the topic of the show. Um, and it's, <laughs> it's inspired by Kanye, actually my girlfriend, but Kanye, you know, you got caught cheating with that. I don't know. What do you call those people? A, a shim or something like sherm, herm, a man, woman, a, 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 a chick with a dick. I don't know. And I don't mean that any of that stuff in a derogatory way. I'm just saying it was like a, um, a, a person that had, you know, boobies and a wiener. If, uh, you know, if there was a small child here, that's how I would explain it to him. <laughs> and I'd probably fucking get thrown in jail. Um, so anyways, Kanye, you know, he, 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 you know, he strayed. And uh, my girlfriend was like, I'll bet he was like, it's just a friend. I, you know, you know, he was telling Kim, that's just my friend. That's just my friend. So I put the question out there to, to the people. I was like, is a friend ever just a friend, you know? And, and I, I said it just like that, but everybody knew what I meant. <clears throat> and we're going to run through these answers, man, you know? And I mean, obviously the answer is fucking no, you know? But well, whatever. So, okay. So Danny, and I'm not going to give locations. I'm not, usually I would say like, you know, Danny from whatever, you know, from Missouri, you know, but I'm, I'm some of these people might want out. This story, these, these emails are about cheating. So <clears throat> some people not, might not want them people to know. Danny, who is spelled D-A-N-I, so it is uh, a girl, I'm guessing, or, you know, someone that Kanye West might be attracted to, a girl with, um, you know, a wiener. Danny says, okay, okay, my first fiance had a roommate, and us three did a lot together as friends and such. Well, occasionally, when my ex was sleeping, I'd go into his room he had a foot fetish and loved sucking and rubbing my feet. LOL. Yeah, fucking LOL. <laughs> Can you imagine? Yeah, he's just like sucking my feet. LOL. It's super funny that I was just like cheating on my boyfriend while he was sleeping in the next room. <clears throat> he took that secret to the grave with him, but we were just friends. And then she did the laugh emoji. Um, here's the thing. If that guy never finds out, if he never knows that that happened... It's almost like it didn't happen. Like it, I don't know. I don't know if it's bad to do it if you never ever get caught. My girlfriend could be at her boyfriend's house right now. If I don't know, you might convince me that it's not that bad, you know. <clears throat> but that's that's like another uh, that's another talk for another show. Also, she's gonna be mad at me that I used her as an example of someone that might be cheating. So I'll have to explain that, babe. I don't ever, you're, you're solid. You're a real babe. Um, but I will tell you, uh, as foot fetishes go, (laughs) 
I had a girl once that had a had a bit of a foot fetish. I didn't. I, this was like ten years ago, and she was like ten years younger than me. And my point in saying that is that uh, I don't think people in their early twenties really know how to like tell people that. Like we never just sat down and had to talk about like, well, what do you like? What do you want to do? Now, like every time in your forties, every time you get in a relationship, it's like, well, how do you, how do you want this to go? What do you know? Where do you want my you know whatever? Where do you want my parts? Um. But we were in the bath and we had this big bathtub, you know, and like we were on opposite ends. So my feet were over by her and her feet were over by me. I know, and she she worked hard on her feet. So I was like rubbing her feet. And then she kind of like started doing moany shit. <laughs> and then like whatever, we came to realize through body language that what she would like is for her feet to be more near my mouth than my hands. <clears throat> and that's fine, man. I don't, I don't give a shit, you know. If we're in the bath, they're clean for the most part, you know. I'm not going to fucking lick your toes after you run a marathon. But in the bathtub, sure, I'm not, you know, I'm not a prude. Here's the problem, man. I don't know how to work a toe, you know. Do you, do you, do you, do you, do you suck on it like a little wiener? Just, you just move your head. Do you get your, your hand involved? Except like it'd be two fingers, you know. Is it like a baby dick? Is it like a baby dick blowjob? Do you give a foot job like a baby dick blowjob? Or do you lick them? You know what I mean? Maybe you just lick it. Maybe you lick from like the heel all the way up to the toe. Maybe you do this little piggy. I don't fucking know. But I know I had no fucking clue what I was doing. So I just winged it. I was doing all that shit. I was doing this little piggy. I was licking. I was sucking. I was blowing toes. Legit. No shame in my game. I don't care. I'm old now. That was a long time ago. And that's fine. I get one toe, I'm going real good. She's, you know, her eyes are closed and she's making faces, so I must be doing something fucking right. I move over to the other toe because I'm like, hey, there's two toes. I'm sorry, two feet. I move over to the other foot. I might as well get in on both these feet. I start fucking going to work like a fucking... (laughs) I swear to God, I don't know how you girls SDs, man. I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you S them Ds because... I've sucked a toe and it's, you know, kind of fucking belittling and confusing, but I'm doing it. So I move over to the other toe because I want to be, I want to do a good job. You know, she earned it. She's a good girl. So I get over the other foot and I'm going and I fucking, you know, I'm closing my eyes. I don't know why. (laughs) What what would I rather picture than a toe? You know, (laughs) the only other thing you can picture is much worse. But I don't, well, it's my first time. So I close my eyes. Well, I open my left eye. I remember this vividly. I open my left eye and I look down. And if you're like eating something, stop, because this is not pleasant. And I look down like out of my periphery, as they say. And this bitch has like a huge fucking wart on her foot, man. And I almost touched it with, I fucking did touch it with my tongue. I can't lie. That's dog shit. Wouldn't be real if I didn't, if I lied. I touched this. Like I made contact. I made mouth contact with the wart on this girl's foot. It was awful. Awful experience. Never, uh, never gone back. Never gone back into the toe sucking business after that. Anyways, this is supposed to be about you, not me. So let's get back into these, uh, back into these emails. Holy hell. Next one, uh, John. John says, I sure did. She left me for him. My friend Kim, she said. 
Yes, Ryan Kimball, he has a girl's name. Well, I mean, maybe, or maybe you, maybe you drove your woman into the arms of another woman, which I can completely understand. Women should all be lesbians as far as I'm concerned. And dudes should all be gay. I wish I was attracted to men. What I really mean is I wish really good-looking men were attracted to me. But that's neither here nor there. Next one. Uh, he had paintings she'd done for him all over his place. He never answered her calls when I was there. Wouldn't let me meet her when she would come to visit. They grew up together and were just friends. Want to guess how long now they've been married and how many kids they have? And she sent me this and I emailed back and I legit just said seven years, three kids. <laughs> and she said, yes, going on eight years pregnant with the third kid. <laughs> I was like, well, it sounds like it was a happy ending. Stop being so, can't you just be happy for the guy? Which is super insensitive. And then she was like, she was like, I hope that bitch gets stretch marks. <laughs> I was like, look, sister, we're savage around here. We don't play those games. You hope that bitch has a miscarriage. <laughs> I just lost both my sponsors. Don't give a shit. <laughs> if you've ever had a miscarriage and uh, weren't, weren't, you know, secretly hoping for it, then I apologize for that joke. Um, but, you know, whatever. So that, yeah, that's a, okay. And then the, I got one from Renee, this girl, Renee. Now, look, I wish I could this this email so long. I got to scroll through three screens of iPhone screen to read the whole thing. Long story short, this girl goes out to this dude's truck. And to get something for him and his phone's in there and he doesn't remember and it lights up and it says uh, it says Jill. Is her name Jill? Yeah, it says Jill hot. What that means is this dude stored the girl's name in his phone as Jill Hot. And I can tell you firsthand, I've fucking done that before. Like, <laughs> like you know you're going to be too drunk to remember exactly who this girl is when you wake up in the morning. So you put hot in there. So you know that I want to for sure return this girl's texts if she texts me. That's all that means. Well, then she like carries on about she tracked his location and said he was going somewhere and he went somewhere else. Then she found a girl named Jill on his Facebook who lived near the location that he fucking was going to and uh, all this crazy shit. She, let me take a minute there. She goes on his Facebook, finds every girl named Jill. One of them lives in the location where, lives in the city where he was at when he had his location on and said he was somewhere else. And turns out, like, these two have been liking each other's posts a lot. Well, I'm going to be fucking honest. My girlfriend would never. If me and another girl were liking each other's per posts on the reg, my girlfriend would be all over that shit before I could even fucking. Before I could even tell a lie about going to see my buddy and going to hang out with this girl. But um, fucking. Uh, then she tells me like four more stories about what a piece of shit this guy is and blah, blah, blah. And my point is that I was just looking for quick little cute stories about a time when someone told you someone was a friend and it turns out that they weren't. And this girl sends me a fucking 5,000 word essay on why her ex-boyfriend is a piece of shit. <clears throat> 
And with that, I'd just like to say that I have girls like that in my past that would do that kind of shit. And all of them, each of them, <laughs> you bitches know who you are, are the two worst girlfriends I've ever had in my entire life. They were fucking terrible. So my point is, um, was it, what was this girl's name, Renee? Renee, I, maybe you're the problem. I don't know, man. I don't know. But uh, you got to let that shit go. It sounds like it was a long time ago. Let it go, sister. Fucking Frozen style. Just let it go. And then the grand champion, the winner of them all is Heather. And Heather had a story way more interesting than Renee's, but somehow managed to sum it up in like four sentences, which to me means that Heather's actually over it. And Renee, 10 years later, is still just all bent out of shape about some guy. Much like those two hoes I mentioned earlier who will remain nameless. One of them has a toe fetish and a ward. Heather says, long story short, I was four months away from getting married last July. My ex, who was with for seven, who I was with for 17 years, said he would talk to my maid of honor and some bridesmaids as part of the wedding. <laughs> nice, bro. <laughs> as part of the wedding uh, all the time. And they were my best friends. She used best friends like this, which to me implies that maybe they're, I'm doing quotes with my fingers, which to me implies that maybe they're not best friends anymore. His answers when they were texting all the time, calling, hanging out when I wasn't around was that it was about the wedding. Well, he screwed 60% of my bridal party. Now that could mean a lot of things. That could mean you had 10 girls and he fucked six of them. <laughs> or it could mean he had three girls and you, he fucked two of them. Fucking two girls isn't, you know, the worst crime against humanity. But if he banged six, that's a pretty big fucking deal. So, you know, whatever. I'm just saying, let's not get too judgy on this man yet. Uh, also, I want his contact info because he needs to come on the fucking show. Uh, now he is having a baby with one of the bridesmaids who was just a friend because he was because she was my friend. All I'm hearing is that it's another fucking happy ending. I don't know why girls are so unhappy when other people uh, find love, but whatever. Oh, the maid of honor just got married and asked me to be in her wedding. The maid of honor was one of the girls that he cheated with. The maid of honor just got married and asked me to be in her wedding because she wouldn't want it any other way. <laughs> girl, you need to get in that wedding and fuck that girl's fiance. That's the biggest no-brainer in the history of Earth. The bridesmaid he is having a baby with and the maid of honor are sisters, by the way, keeping it in the family. Okay. <laughs> This dude banged a set of sisters while he was engaged. The two sisters were in his fiance's bridal party, one of which was the maid of honor. And now he's he managed to stay with one of the sisters while he was sleeping with both of them. This guy must have the biggest dick in the world. I need him on the show. Heather, when you hear this, Give me this man's contact information. I'm not even, I, I make jokes about this kind of stuff sometimes, but I'm 100% serious. This would be the funniest story we could ever tell on this show. Get this man on. Also, you're the big winner this week of, uh, of uh, ripping shots. And with that, let's uh, rip our second shot of uh, Terramina, Terramina tequila. I'll put this thing down. And uh, let's do the ads. Today's show is brought to you by Dillinger Vodka. Dillinger Vodka is locally made. It's handcrafted. It's made from corn, so it is gluten-free. It's smooth and delicious. You can find it in most bars and liquor stores in the southwest suburbs. 
Dylan Javadka, join the gang. Also brought to you by No Limit Creations by BSE. They made this dope fucking shirt I'm wearing that says the perfect drink. On the back, it says everybody's favorite bartender. They do all kinds of cool shit. It's not just clothing. I could, I could, the list goes on and on, but just go to next time you're on Facebook and you're bored, which will probably be halfway through this show because it's not that great. Go to No Limit Creations by BSE on Facebook and just check out some of the stuff they have. You'll get ideas that you didn't even know. Valentine's Day is coming up, you know, could make a fun little romantic personalized gift for that someone special. If you're single, you can just have to make a shirt that says, I'm a fucking loser, you know, or you can have to make a shirt that says, I do whatever I want all the time, whichever one uh, better, better describes your perspective as a single person. All right, let's make this cocktail. Today's cocktail is called the pumpkin eater. The pumpkin eater. Um, Because the show is about cheating. And everyone knows the old saying, cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater. So we're going to make a pumpkin eater real quick. Now, I got ice here in the shaker. We got our glass. We're going to start with the glass. We're going to put some ice in it. Okay. And we're going to add an ounce and a half of white rum. We're going to use Bacardi. Bacardi compliments a Nelly. Uh, We're going to add one ounce of orange curacao. Every time I pour, I knock the uh, mic with the bottle like a goddamn idiot, and uh, it makes that terrible sound. You're going to add a half ounce of triple sec. Didn't take the cap off the triple sec. You're going to add an ounce of OJ, you know, little OJ. Pour some OJ in there. Way more than an ounce. Way more than an ounce I just poured in. You got to understand, I've been drinking almost all day. And uh, this is hard to do, talking to the mic, find the glass, pour the drink, not bang the microphone. I'm not great at it, even after all this time. And then the, the secret ingredient, <clears throat> uh, a half ounce of cream. I don't have any cream today. Uh, what I do have is a tiny glass, glass, a tiny uh, McDonald's Happy Meal cup of milk that's about half gone. I found it uh, in the fridge from... Uh, from my girlfriend's kids last time we fucking did happy meals or whatever. I just happened to have it in there. I don't drink milk. And, uh, you know, this is going to be awesome. Probably got some, uh, probably got some baby backwash in it. Now, look, I remember having little kids in the house and, uh, you know, baby backwash is no big deal. I've had babies projectile. My kids have projectile vomited in my fucking face. I've had my baby poop, baby pee. Um, I thought all that stuff was behind me, but you know, love does funny things to people. And here I am drinking backwash baby milk as a grown man with grown kids because, you know, I'm in love. So here we go. And we're just going to toss this. We're going to roll it. I like to say toss it because it reminds me of prison. That was a, that was a butt eating joke. When I remember I was in like fifth grade, we watched scared straight <laughs> If you don't know what Scared Straight is, then you're, you know, younger than me. But Scared Straight is a show. It's like a documentary where they bring a bunch of, like, sh- like preppy kids who, like, got caught with drugs. They're, like, you know, they got, like, shitty misdemeanor charges at, like, 15. And they bring these kids into prison and talk with inmates. 
And these inmates will just like walk up to these kids and take their shoes. And be like, these are my shoes now, motherfucker. And they just take their shoes. One of them grabbed a kid's wrist and said, put your hand in my pocket, bitch. I'm not lying. This is like 1992 television. The little, the little kid, 14 years old, is crying. 16, I don't know, 17. Puts his hand in this fucking scary man's pocket. He's like, come with me. And he just like walks over and goes back and sits down. Like these guys weren't, you know, they were, they were selling it. But walks over, sits down. He's like, you're my bitch now. <laughs> and I remember all that stuff vaguely. But one part I remember very vividly. <laughs> this dude says, first thing I do with a pretty little thing like you. He's talking to like, this is a large seasoned veteran of prison. <laughs> Talking like a young kid who just like got his first drug charge. He says, I'd make you toss my salad. Because when you toss in salad, you can't think about nothing but tossing salad. <laughs> I'll tell you what, man. The same thing's true for sucking toes with warts on them. Um, so cheers. We're going to have this sip of this uh, sip of this pumpkin eater. It tastes kind of like a dream sickle. I don't know if you ever had a dream sickle. Maybe we'll do a dream sickle next week for ripping shots. But uh, <clears throat> or maybe we'll do a dream sickle martini. Who knows? Possibilities are endless. Let's talk a little bit about this about this whole topic. <clears throat> so every week when I'm getting ready for the show like this, I'll, I'll bounce ideas off my girlfriend. She's super funny, and uh, and also just you know the more perspectives the better. You know she might tell me something. And I don't really think that that's the ticket, but it like will get my brain working a different way where I'm like, okay, this is what I need to do. Anyways, we're talking about cheating, you know? And I don't know if you listen to the show regularly, if this is the first time you've listened, but if you listen to every show, you know for a fact that every time my girlfriend, uh, <clears throat> every day, every day of my life, my girlfriend tells me at least one story about an ex-boyfriend of hers every day. I'm not even shitting. <clears throat> and the minute that she says it, the minute that she says it, I come back with, well, I guess it's officially a day. <laughs> I say it every single day. And uh, so the point is, like, I have a general idea of, like, how many boyfriends she has, you know, and uh, or has had, I should say, not has. I have no clue how many boyfriends she has. I hope it's just one. But she, we were texting each other and she, she texted me. She's like, once a cheater. She was like, once a cheater, always a cheater. It, it, the context of the conversation wasn't that that was her perspective. We were just like throwing ideas off each other, but I like threw it back at her. Like it was her perspective, even though it's, I knew that's not how she meant it. You know what I mean? Like I was, I was fucking with her. You know what I mean? Because she's like, definitely told me stories from like her early twenties where like she was, she cheated on her boyfriend, you know? And uh, the point is, so like I razzed her a little bit about that. And she was like, that's not what I'm saying. I'm like, no, 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 I'm teasing. Whatever. Um, point is, man, I don't think once a cheater, always a cheater is true. Um, I don't think it's true. I've had girlfriends that I have not cheated on for sure. I've had a couple that I have cheated on because they were fucking awful. But when I did, it wasn't like till the end. Um, but uh, I don't think once a cheater, always a cheater is a thing. I, uh, I, think, uh, I think the older you get, the more likely women are to cheat and the less likely men are to cheat. I think women are fucking diabolical. Like that one girl who's the, the, the girl with the toe fetish. Like she'll take that shit to her grave. Guys can't do that. We're not smart enough. 
you know, girls are girls are so much smarter about it. Girls will cheat and no one will ever know. Girls will like wait for their husbands to go on a fishing trip to like Canada in like November. <laughs> fucking ice fishing, sitting in a fucking hut, you know. And then the day the guy gets back, the girl's like, how was your trip? Well, look, since you got to do that, oddly enough, Becky's planning a girl's trip to Vegas, so I'm going to go there. <laughs> a girl, your wife will let you go ice fishing in Canada so that she can go to Vegas with her friends. And if you've ever listened to the Two Guys in Tequila podcast, you know what happens when single fuck or when married women go to Vegas. But, um... Yeah, I don't know. As far as once, as far as um, what was the fucking, what do we call this show? Just a friend. I mean, as far as that goes, I don't know, man. I, I can, I can, here's the thing. I have women that I interact with on like a professional level, level, um, and that I used to interact with like on a friend level before I got like in a serious relationship. And, uh, you know, I can tell you, like, my girlfriend's not thrilled about the idea of, like, me just, like, I can't just go to the bar with, like, two chicks and be like, oh, I'm hanging out with my, they're just my friends. And I would love to get pissed off about that and act like it's bullshit. But I can tell you right now, if she got off work and was like, I'm just hanging out with my, my two guy friends, I'd be like, the fuck you are. So I get it. I have friends that do not do it that way. Like, I've got buddies that do not sweat that stuff at all. I think as long as it's even keel, it doesn't matter. But my point is just I can understand why you would not want someone uh, hanging out with uh, someone of the opposite sex. That said, I definitely could be friends with a girl and not want to bang her. But I'm not completely convinced that she wouldn't want to bang me. You know, I don't mean that that sounded fucking terrible. What I mean is, like, in a in a, in an opposite sex friendship I bet you generally at least one person wants to be more than friends. That's all I'm saying. And that's why I wouldn't want my girlfriend hanging out with dudes on the side because maybe she doesn't want to, but I'll bet they fucking do, you know? And, you know, and like dudes that are like masters of the friend zone work that long range game. We're like, you know, I got, I got a buddy. I got a buddy who every girl he's ever dated, he's been friends with or worked with for like at least eight months before they were even attracted to him. He's got a great personality, you know, not the best looking guy, but he can wear you down like Steve Urkel wore down Laura in fucking Family Matters. It's a real thing. So, you know, I don't know. Oh, my God. Speaking of fucking girls that are my friends. You know, I, on social media, I obviously have a, 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 a zillion friends that are girls. Um, zillion is an exaggeration. I'm not even sure if it's a real number. But a lot of these girls came to my comedy show or like messaged me about it or whatever. So I was getting like a lot of messages that week. And I, <laughs> I swear to God, like three or four girls that came to the show, they would come up and say hello. A lot of times it was the first time I'd meet them. You know, nice to meet you. Uh, thank you so much for coming. This is awesome. I'm so thrilled that you're here. And then they would meet my girlfriend or they would meet her first or whatever. And, uh, you know, whatever. But they would, I swear to God, every one of them, reassured my girlfriend that they were not interested in me <laughs> without my girlfriend bringing it up. They were like, I just want you to know I'm not after your man. 
you know I me. Mean? Well, first of all, fucking why not? What's wrong with me? Why aren't you after me? You, you know, something wrong with me. I started to wonder if maybe they weren't after her. Um, but second of all, a comment like that does not does not make things less suspect. <laughs> so, ladies, don't reassure your guy friend's wife that you're not after him. Just act normal. That's my advice. Uh, I got a little left in this drink. We're going to make it last call. Last call for alcohol. I'm going to put this drink down. Last call, folks. Last call for alcohol. Super good. All right. So, you know, to sum up today's show, uh, anytime I get a new job, uh, it's always 50-50 that I'm going to make it more than a week. But if I make it out of the first week, you know, I'm probably in it for the long haul. I think it's like relationships. New jobs are like relationships. Holy shit, look at that epiphany. New jobs are like relationships. If you make it past the first few weeks, you're probably in it for the long haul. Uh, once a cheater, I think not always a cheater. And uh, as far as it's just a friend, it sounds to me like it's never just a friend. So don't fucking buy it. You guys have a good one. I had a great time. Sorry for the late release. And I will keep you updated on my next uh, my next uh, stand-up comedy set if I get invited back. Love you guys. See you next time. Bye.